Murray Olds joins us from Australia. Hello, Murray. G'day, buddy. How are you going? Very well, very well. We had a good laugh yesterday with Ollie Peterson from 6PR as we uh, went through what Albo did regarding basic facts. Yeah, and uh, I think it was uh, a newspaper in Western Australia had a very good headline today on the back of that day one stumble by the Labor leader over here, Albo Not Easy, uh, which I quite enjoyed, I must say. Look, he had a brain fade, a day one brain fade. It would have been worse if it's like day 30 in the campaign, I would have, I would suggest. But uh, nonetheless, it was a dreadful bloody start, wasn't it? Um, and he is doing as many interviews as he possibly can the last uh, 24 hours. I own, I own up to my mistakes. But of course, what, what this does, Andrew, is feed into the government narrative over here about the Labor leader and his party. You know, they can't be trusted with the keys to the Australian bank because they'll stuff up the world's best COVID economic recovery. Labor heavies have been out as well last night, late into the evening, and again this morning defending the leader, but it was the worst possible start. Yeah, he should, have been, he, should, he should have been prepped on that. What I, what I find amazing is just hearing his hesitancy when he talks. You know, the, this is the, right at the very beginning of the campaign. He knows he's got it all ahead of him. He should yep. be fired up and full of adrenaline and ready to go and totally briefed. And he, he seems hesitant and not briefed. Well, you know, it's a, it's a six-week campaign and there's going to be plenty of time for Albanese to stuff up. But it's also equally, there's plenty of opportunity for the government and yeah. MPs to stuff up. And you've got people like Barnaby Joyce who stumbles around the bush playing a banjo and just changing <laughs> feet. I mean, yeah, this yeah. guy okay. is a fair dinkum lunatic. Well, well, let's talk about the other side making stuff up. The incumbent Prime Minister had a spot of trouble too. Reports that more than half a million dollars of taxpayers' money is being used to pay off a staffer who was busy having an affair with the education minister. That's right. Um, her, her name is Rochelle Miller, uh, an ex-staffer for the education minister, Ellen Tudge. It was consensual about adults. It's now over. But she accused Tudge of being emotionally um, abusive and being once physically ab uh, abusive. Apparently, he kicked her out of bed. That's according to her. Now, sh she complained to the Department of Finance, alleging workplace bullying harassment and discrimination. An independent inquiry last year, Andrew, found that there was no evidence that could lead to a conclusion that Tudge, the minister, had breached ministerial standards. I don't know what the hell you have to do, but there we go. This is this government's standards. Miller did not take part in that inquiry, and Tudge stepped aside from Cabinet. Morrison insisting this week that Alan Tudge is back on the front bench if the government's re-elected, and in fact has never ever stopped being minister as far as me, Scott Morrison, is concerned. But equally, and this is just nonsense, the Prime Minister and the Finance Minister are both insisting that they know nothing about this half-million-dollar payout. I mean, mm. if it was nothing to see here, why is she getting half-million dollars? Yeah. And if, it, if she is getting half-million dollars, what aren't we being told? So... I mean, it just seems ridiculous that um, if this is if this story is true, we have to know a bit more about it. Uh, good news, of course, and we've already reported a bit of this. The, the Commonwealth Games to be held in Victoria in 2026, of course. Yeah. It, well, it was supposed to be in Birmingham in 2026, but Birmingham came to rescue because Durban fell over and everything fell over. And, and now regional Victoria has come to the rescue, which I actually think is brilliant. It could be the oh, same. No kidding. I couldn't agree more. It's fantastic because you're going to have places like Geelong, Bendigo, Ballarat and Gippsland, and they are major regional centres, but... You know, a COVID has bashed the economy around. What you're going to get are four regional hubs, each with their own athletes' village for a start off. And that's going to create a lot of jobs and leave 
good, you know, brand new modern housing behind. Because heavens above, there's 120,000 Australians sleep out rough every night. This country, it's just a national shame. So you're going to have um, the, the 2026 Games scattered across Victoria, the opening ceremony at the MCG. Hard to see anything wrong with that. 16 sports already confirmed, including uh, Rugby Sevens. Although Fiji, you'd have to be backing them and already, wouldn't you? Uh, with more sports to be added later. Yeah. But, it, you know, I, as you say, I just think it's a terrific result for Victoria, particularly regional Victoria and jobs in the bush. Well, they reckon, what, $3 billion uh, to the yeah. economy, <clears throat> 600 full-time jobs before the Games, 3,900 jobs during and another 3,000 jobs after it ends. So that's a good injection. Hey, Murray. Oh, absolutely right. All the very sure. best. Thank you for joining us today. That's Murray Olds uh, out of Australia.